0: Today's episode is unlike any other that I've done before. You see today is part of my journey that I don't share very often, but it's a journey that's affected me and impacted who I am as a leader of Homeschool CEO and what the next step of Homeschool CEO really is going to become. So stay tuned for this entire episode cuz at the end I'm going to reveal something that is so spectacular and special and There's just so much in today's episode that I want to share with you. You know, part of me wanted to do this as a Facebook Live, and maybe I still will, but I wanted to use our podcasting platform today to just share with you some things that have impacted me and where we're going and to share my vision with the entire Homeschool CEO community and for all entrepreneurs who homeschool their kids. You know, even if you haven't joined our free community yet, which I highly recommend you do, we are awesome. But this is still for you. Welcome to the Homeschool CEO podcast, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs who want to successfully homeschool their kids while running a profitable business. In this podcast, we'll reveal the truth of what it really looks like behind the scenes of an entrepreneur who homeschools and how to make it all work. If you're an entrepreneur who currently homeschools or you want to start, you are in the right place, my friend. With 16 years experience combining entrepreneurship with homeschooling, I'm your host, Jen Myers, and this is the Homeschool CEO Podcast. I want to tell you a story about my friend, Ben. You see, I didn't know Ben for very long. And to this day, I probably couldn't find his family if I tried. I don't remember Ben's last name. And I'm sure I could find some people who might remember, but we all remember the story of Ben. You see, Ben was the oldest of two children, and he belonged to a evangelist traveling preaching family. And for those of you who aren't part of a Protestant Christian church. Just to give you a little bit of context, an evangelist family is basically like a preaching family that travels from church to church preaching usually a series of messages. You know, it's designed to kind of get that fresh blood into the church. It's designed to maybe give the pastor a break and to inspire the people with a new message and connect um, church community, you know, from around the world type of thing. So Ben belonged to a family who they traveled from church to church. They also happened to homeschool. Now this was back in the 80s when, to be honest, I'm not even sure homeschooling was legal yet or it was at the very beginning. So it was kind of hush hush. And this family traveled everywhere and they preached and their kids were amazing. I was 10 at the time, Ben was 11, and his little sister was eight. So I was right between them, and I remember we played, and he was there, and he was so fun and nice. He was maybe a little socially awkward, like looking back, but I didn't really think anything of it because I was raised that you love everybody, so I wasn't judging him or anything, but I do remember that maybe there were some little quirks. To make a really long story short, Ben left that time, and they had traveled back to their hometown, which if I remember correctly, I believe was Virginia. And I remember a couple of weeks later, my mom and dad were sitting at the table and their faces were just so solemn. And I remember saying, you know, hey, what's what's going on? What's happening? And they said, your friend Ben committed suicide. And I remember saying, I was 10 years old. I said, well, what is suicide? And they said, he said to his mom, mom, I'm gonna go on a picnic. And the mom said, okay, Ben. And he, they made him a little sack lunch and um, he was going into his bedroom and he took a belt and he hung himself. Ben was 11 years old. And I remember at 10 years old, being told this information. And what do you do with that? How does an 11 year old take their own life? I didn't understand. I didn't even have the frame of reference to process it. And later it came out that Ben was really lonely, that he suffered from depression and he didn't have any friends. And even though his family traveled everywhere, They didn't have those deep friendship connections. And I'm not saying that that's why Ben committed suicide. I would never say that. There could have been so many things. But one thing that was lacking in his life was real authentic connection. You know, that was really, that was before the internet. I mean, the internet wasn't even really invented yet back in the 80s. And we didn't have things like Zoom or Facebook or ways to connect our kids or maybe there you know i wasn't homeschooled back in the 80s i was still in traditional schooling you know maybe there weren't co-ops for him or different things and i remember when we started homeschooling that was something that i it, it just is sat with me you know i didn't want my kid to be a statistic i didn't want my kid to be lonely And when we started homeschooling, that's one thing that parents talk about all the time, you know, about socialization and what is socialization. And what happened as a result of Ben, I made it my mission at 10 years old without really even realizing it to build communities and to facilitate authentic connection between people, between children, between adults. You know, if you're in our homeschool community, that is the one thing that I hear over and over, and it is because of people like Ben that impacted me at such a young age to say, in our community, I won't let you be lonely. You may have the most unique personality and but you know what? There's a perfect friend for you somewhere. Your child might be have ADHD and might say the wrong things or Maybe has a learning challenge or anything, but I promise you, there's another kid somewhere in the world that has the same issues, that all they're hoping and praying for is a friend, just like your child. And the same thing with our moms. We crave connection and community. And, you know, for years, you guys, I've been homeschooling for 16 years. This is not new to me. For years, when we started homeschooling, I would say to myself, I want my kids to have friends. And so we would join the local homeschool co-op. But what happened was I didn't fit. I always felt like the odd man out. And I always thought it was me. Like I wasn't blaming them, but I didn't look like the other homeschool moms. And my kids didn't look like the other homeschool kids in these co-ops. And so we would struggle. And I would get frustrated and then I would say, okay, we just need to find a new co-op. Well, after trying like three different co-ops, four different co-ops, I pretty much gave up, to be honest, and just said, okay, co-ops are not for me. My kids aren't connecting. I'm not connecting. This is wasting my time and my energy. And, you know, even though I felt like I was doing all the right things, we were involved in the local church, we were in sports, we were in all of these things, Things, but our kids weren't really connecting. And, you know, on the outside, they looked super socialized. But my oldest and my number three struggled. They struggled to make connections because they were different. She's amazing, but she had some trauma early in her life before I started raising her. And, you know, she would say things like, I don't like people, I'm antisocial. And that was her coping mechanism to just put that shield around herself to say, I just don't need people because having people was too painful because she couldn't connect with them, which then led to loneliness. And, you know, I didn't really totally understand that, but it started driving this passion in me to build communities and to build connection. And, you know, people laugh that are in my circle and they will say, oh, if you need the right person for that job, if you need that right person for that position, you go talk to Jen. She knows the right person with exactly the strengths and the weaknesses that you need. And that you know that's always been my position in life and I never thought much about it. And it really came from this driving force to understand community and to realize that there's no good and there's no bad with our strengths and our weaknesses. Like those are just names that we put on them to identify them. But really what it is is we're just identifying our differences, right? It's not really a strength. It's not really a weakness. It's just our differences of what we kind of like and what we kind of don't and what make us us. And over the years, there is no better feeling for me as a leader, as a person than to build connection between other people to help people find their new BFF. I'm serious, you guys, that is my thing. Like that is my jam. And over the years, um, my number three child went to traditional schooling for a couple of years um, just to give you a quick story because he wanted to play basketball. And we lived in this town called Oswego, Illinois. And uh, he went to a school, Oswego East. And when he started this school, actually, I have to have his coach on the podcast at some point, but he's not he doesn't homeschool. So I don't know if you guys would like listening to him, but the story is amazing. So when Zachary started going to this school. He started going because the way that the local school system was, is that you couldn't play on the sports teams unless you went to the school full time. And so he was going into his ninth grade year, and he really wanted to play basketball. He was super passionate about it. And he decided that his choice would be to try out traditional schooling. And so he joined the local public school. And just for the record, guys, I wasn't in support of it to begin with. But uh, I came to love it, and I came to embrace it over the journey, which now I always tell people, like, give your kids a choice. But he decided to join the public school basketball team. And that whole experience shaped me in ways that I can't even yet totally understand. But one, he was only one of two white boys on the team. So he was definitely the minority on the team. When he started with it, I'm just being totally honest, the team didn't win any games. In fact, one of the reasons that he thought that he could play is because he believed he would be the star of the show because he was told by other children in our neighborhood that the team was really bad. You know, they were called trash and all different things um, because they didn't win any games. It had nothing to do with who they were. They just didn't win any games. And so my son had joined and he said, I'm going to be the star of the show. Well, he joined and they lost the first game. And then they played another game and he lost the second game. The third game was another loss. And I'm not talking about like they lost by one or two points. I'm talking they scored like six points and the other team scored like 85. It, humiliating, heart wrenching losses. And so he wanted to quit the team. He wanted to come back home to homeschooling. But he struggled with that decision because he still really loved basketball. And so we sat down together and devised a plan to build community and bonding on this team. Because even though I couldn't get out there and coach the team to a championship, what I could do was facilitate bonding and authentic connection among the team members. You see, my entire life, when I walk into, you know, we joked about this exact same town that we lived in, our neighbors laughed and they said, within two weeks of me living in the neighborhood, I had brought the community together, the whole neighborhood. Everybody started talking to each other because I talked to them and we brought them out And we got together, um, and I knew that I could take that same leadership and that same skill level over to this basketball team. Because deep down, I knew that these young men weren't connected with themselves and they weren't connected to anybody else on that team. And in order to really work as a team, they needed that connection. And so, what I did to make a really long story short, I started cooking team meals. To make a really long story short, I started cooking dinner for all of these team members. And so we invited them all over one night and made them a spaghetti dinner. And then I thought, well, this weren't so well. And then I thought, well, this went so well that I'll just cook for them before every single game. Because if they're not hungry, they probably have a better chance of winning. And I understood that when people eat together, something magical happens. They connect, they bond. And so I just started doing it. I didn't ask the coach, probably should have, but that's okay. He still loves me anyway. I just started cooking for them. And then all of a sudden, I think it took maybe three meals, if I remember correctly, and they won a game. First game they had won all season. That was the first game that they had won all season. Then I fed them again and they won the next game. And this kept happening. Then we had all the boys over to our house and we just had a fun night. You know, they played pool, they um, shot darts, they played video games. It was nothing about winning or losing. It was all about the connection. The rest of that year, they won all of their games. The next year, they went to the state championship. We went from a team that couldn't win a game if the opposing team sat down on the court and we played ourselves to competing at the state. Level all within a year. The difference, connection, and community. That next year, we moved away. And now we live in a different place where we live now in Iowa. And I began to once again understand what that community and connection means to kids and to adults, and how when we don't have it, our whole world falls apart. You know, I heard a podcast a while back with Brene Brown on loneliness and the reality is so many of us are lonely as homeschool CEOs. I think we're extra prone to it because we're busy building our business. We maybe don't fit into the stereotypical homeschool mom mode, which, you know, we talk about that a lot. You know, I was I never fit into that and I've learned to embrace that but it can be lonely. The same thing with our kids. You know, as homeschool CEOs, we don't always have time to go to every co-op, to every field trip, to every outing, because we're building businesses. And that is just one facet of how homeschool CEO was born. You know, I want to share the story someday about how originally I thought homeschool CEO would be for homeschooling families who wanted to start businesses. And then I flew to California and attended the amazing business conference, the entrepreneurship experience with Amy Porterfield in all of the universe's majesty and incredible plan. I met the beautiful Erin Mathis from Your Million Dollar Look. She's a style coach. Please go check her out. Highly recommend her. And she talked to me about her son. And she shared with me how, you know, she doesn't know how to homeschool him. And she's an entrepreneur. And she was really the one that helped me pivot homeschool CEO to really focus on entrepreneurs that are already entrepreneurs and homeschooling, which is so, so different. Because guess what? It makes us not moms with side hustles, right? But she talked about how in California, there's these little like learning co-ops, like learning pods, and how she felt like that's really what her son needed to connect and all of these things. So fast forward to where we are today. You know, a year later, she's homeschooling and we get to this pandemic, right? And all of a sudden we we're all disconnected. But wait a minute. We have Facebook and Kids Messenger and WhatsApp and we have Snapchat. We have all these things, right? Our kids are on these electronics all the time. Why, why are they not connecting? This generation has been called the loneliest generation. I love Brene Brown's work when she talks about loneliness in adults. But our kids are just as lonely, just like Ben was back in the 80s. They're dying. They're dying inside emotionally and physically. And why is this such a big deal? Well, first of all, suicide is the number two leading death for children ages 12 to 18. We're losing our teenagers. But guess what? That doesn't start when they turn 13. It starts back when they're eight years old, 10 years old. We have to get these kids connected. And especially as homeschoolers, it is so important. But what are we supposed to do, right? Like, what is the answer? It's so easy to say, yeah, we have a problem. But first let's talk about why it's so important that we get connected. You know, Berkeley did a study. And they talk about how we as humans are profoundly social species. We thrive in community. Our socializations for centuries have been built on community. But now in our current generation, we're so disconnected and from ourselves and others. And the problem is with that is that We're setting up children to live a life of isolation and loneliness. If we don't teach them how to make the connections when they're younger, they struggle as adults. It's been shown over and over. Researchers refer to the concept of social connection as the feeling that you belong to a group and that you feel close to other people. As homeschoolers, I feel like this is Extra important because we're making the decision to keep our children home with us and educate them at home. And traditionally, since the beginning of traditional schooling, they've said, Well, we socialize your kids at school with other children. They get that interaction. But here's the other issue with that that is not always good interaction. I don't know about you, but I hear stories of bullying and being made fun of i had that problem you know from the time i was in kindergarten even the teacher they said you don't hold your pencil right you can't be in the gifted class because you're too difficult because you won't hold your pencil right who gives a crap what kind of way i hold my pencil yeah that's a story for another day but we i was socialized from teachers that told me i did it wrong i talked too much i had too much energy i was in speech therapy because I spoke too quickly and nobody could understand me. So the fact now that I'm building an international podcast is nothing short of a miracle. The fact that I can even have the confidence to get up on stage and talk. But that's the socialization that I got in traditional schooling, was told that I didn't fit in the box, that I didn't conform right, that there was something wrong with me. Um, I struggled connecting to other children because I was always this outside, you know, I marched to my own drum and those things. So what happens is, you know, we take kids out of that social setting and we bring them home, but we have to give them something different. We have to somehow create a connection and a community for them. And so oftentimes what we do is your first step is your local co-op, which I think is phenomenal. Like I don't preach one way or the other when it comes to co-ops in our homeschool CEO because I value both sides. So I literally present both sides of most options and it works for some people. And if you can find a local co-op, you are so blessed. But the reality is most of us as entrepreneurs don't have time to go sit at a co-op all day long or we don't fit in that co-op, even if we can find one. But It is so important, and this is what I've learned over 16 years. If I could tell you anything else, listen to this, please. It's not just about if your child knows all their math facts. Now, it's important that your kid can do math, okay? Basic math. It's important. But it's just as important, if not more important, that we learn how to socially connect with other people. You know, and we do it through so many different facets. And when you're dealing with just Snapchat or as adults, you know, I know the kids, it's not cool anymore to be on Facebook. But, you know, different things like that, when we're just focused on ourselves and taking our selfies, we aren't learning the basic ways of human communication. We're not learning to listen to their voice. We're not learning about facial expressions of other people because we're just looking at us. It breaks my heart that so many kids and their parents are so lonely in today's world. You know, it predisposes young children to both immediate and lifelong negative consequences. You know, we've just started to really understand. And Brene Brown has been such a powerhouse and a thought leader in understanding loneliness in adults, but I believe that it starts in childhood and if we can figure out how to connect these children and help them find i mean for so many of our kids one best friend could make all the difference it can help them feel connected to somebody else and if you you know ask your kids are you lonely i think that you'll be surprised how many of them might come back and say yeah i i want my friends Especially going through this pandemic, I feel like it's exploded the loneliness that we're experiencing. But I also believe that that sense of loneliness was there before, it was just covered up by busyness. And so, over the last couple of weeks, I have really sat back and so many, so many opportunities have come to me and so many. Experiences that I now look back over the last 16 years to realize what the next step of homeschool CEO is. And I wanted to use the podcast as one of the ways to tell you guys this because I'm so, so, so excited. I see all of these virtual co ops popping up right now to get kids connected. And it's a really great concept. And I think that they're phenomenal. I think they definitely have a place. But I also feel like kids of entrepreneurs come into life with a different mindset. You know, one time we were at a co-op and somebody's kids were saying, you know, well, we don't have money for that. And my son said, go start a business. Go mow grass. My one daughter weeded gardens. You know, like my kids would say things to other children like this. And of course, the parents were like, oh, well, if we could all be that special or, you know, they would, I would have some comments or maybe it was just my perception. Totally possible. I'm not going to say for sure that these moms were saying that. I don't know. But sometimes that isolated my kids because they didn't connect with these other kids because kids of entrepreneurs talk about different things because guess what? Their parents are talking about different things, right? I don't care about the latest soap opera. And I don't necessarily care about the latest pop culture. I am very interested on personal development and business strategy and being the best version of myself, not comparing myself to the other people. I think that's one of the big differentiating characteristics of an entrepreneur. So what I'm, as I'm listening to like Brene Brown talk about loneliness in adults, I am so passionate about creating something for children and our homeschool CEO community. And that is why we have the homeschool CEO community. You know, we have a free group that if you are not part of it, get over there, get joined, look us up on Facebook under homeschool CEO community. But we also have a paid membership and the business membership is the homeschool CEO society. With the society, we we focus on business, personal development, homeschooling. We look at your whole life. We have guest speakers and we really are about developing you as a mom and as a business owner. But I knew that there was an element for the children, but I just couldn't quite figure it out. This past week has totally changed that and I'm so thankful for every experience I've had because it's taken me every single step of the way to figure out where I am now. So if you're on a journey, let me tell you I've been on a journey for 16 years and now I'm here. And over this past weekend, I went to the field of dreams. And as I stood there, this is a story that will be told later in a book someday. But to give you a very, very brief summary, I had not seen the movie Field of Dreams. When I went to this field, I, I didn't know there was a movie. Okay. Uh, the person I went with made fun of me and was like, why didn't you watch the movie? I said, well, because I didn't know there was a movie. I have since watched the movie. I just watched it after the fact. But as I sat there and as the, at one point they were taking pictures of me and I was sitting on this bleacher looking into the field of dreams all by myself. And I could see these families connecting, playing ball together. And I realized how lonely our moms are and our families are and how lonely our kids are and how homeschool CEO community is not just for our moms. It is for our families. It is for our children as i sat there at the field of dreams i could see that our families are going to connect it's not just the homeschool ceos it's the ceo kids it's it's the whole family unit i already could envision camps where all of our families come together and get to know each other i just didn't have the whole step Step plan yet. I don't know if you all have heard of James Wedmore, but if you haven't, he has a saying that has really impacted me. He says, F the how for now. I think so often we get caught up on how are we going to do this that we do nothing. But as I sat at the field of dreams that day, I started thinking about what if we created a virtual co op just for our kids. What if, what if there was something where we could hire other teachers that could come in so we didn't necessarily have one more to do thing on our list? Because it's one thing to talk about loneliness and the effect of loneliness on our kids, but let's talk about the benefits of social connectedness. I have often heard it called the connection prescription. When we use social interactions and that deep desire for connectedness, we empower our health and our wellness on every single level. They have done study after study for adults that it creates this incredible effect. It releases the dopamine in our brains. When we feel connected, we are so happy. We feel energized and empowered. But it's not just how we feel. It's the actual amazing effects of it on our body. We have better body weight mass index. Man, we're healthier. Our blood sugar is lower. We have better cancer survival rates. I mean, they have done so many things. It's not just, it just improves our quality of life. It makes us better entrepreneurs. It makes us better moms. It makes our kids better, kids, like they're happier. They're, when they are connected, it boosts our mental health. We live longer. It decreases the risk of suicide. Okay, so now we all know it is worth it to figure this out. We owe it to our children. We owe it to ourselves. I've relocated four times and every time I've had to start over to find new community. And it takes me a while. But once we find it, it's like a whole new world opens up to us. I want the same thing, not just for our moms, but also for our kids. And sitting at the Field of Dreams that day, I started to envision this co op, but I didn't understand what it would look like. It wasn't until several days later, which at the time of this podcast is like two days ago. uh, (laughs) So you guys are getting this super fresh, super raw, super authentic. Uh, you know, I know that there are some podcast hosts that would just polish it all up, but I just want to be real with where I am. So a couple days later, uh, we had a horrible storm in Iowa that knocked out all of our power and our internet and our phone service. So basically, I was sitting at my house alone without anybody because uh, my son was out of town. Dogs are at my husband's house. And just for context, we're currently separated. But That's besides the point, but the point is I was all by myself and I started journaling and I have this journal that says dream big on the front. Thank you, Amy Porterfield. You are the bomb. Someday I will thank you in person to remind me to always dream big, always build a bigger vision. And I started journaling like what would this co-op look like? You know, we already have this amazing business society, the homeschool CEO society, where we connect every week and we're building relationships and we're talking about business and strategy and being the best version of ourselves as business owners and moms and just women in general. So we already have that. So I started looking at, okay, my missing element is creating this community of connection for our kids and You know, I had just had a focus group with some of our amazing homeschool CEOs and they gave me all these ideas of like what they were looking for and in a virtual co-op. But I still didn't totally know the how, you know, I still kind of had the F the how for now. But because I was in that stillness and if you've never sat in the stillness, I highly recommend that you figure out a place to do it. Mine was a forced stillness. You know, mine was I didn't even have cell phone service. I couldn't call anybody. I didn't have electricity. I couldn't turn on a light. I didn't have the internet. I couldn't go online and connect with anyone. I was a sitting duck. I was just sitting here alone by myself, me and my thoughts. And I started journaling. And on page one, I journaled some fears and some strategies and things that I'm working through mindset-wise with homeschool CEO to take it to the next level. On page two, I started journaling about this co-op that I could envision the day before at the Field of Dreams. And I could see it and I could see our kids connecting and lifelong friendships, lifelong business partners, lifelong masterminds starting at eight, nine, 10, 12 years old. I could see it. On the next page, I started writing pricing. If you have one kid, it's going to be $30 a month. If you have two or more kids, it's going to be $50 a month. If, but wait a minute, that's complicated. But if you sign up for a year, it's going to be a discounted rate. But wait, if you want to join the business membership too, then we're going to package it all together and make it even more affordable for you. And I started to write all these numbers. And y'all, it was confusing. And as I sat there in total silence, looking out my window and the trees were on the ground, there wasn't a car on the street, I think mostly because we're all in shock at this point of the storm that had just come through and demolished our town. There was no electricity. There was no hum of the refrigerator or the air conditioner. I was totally alone. Just me and my thoughts and my journal, and my pen. That was it. And I started to write. And I looked at all of these numbers. And I realized something that all of us, our homeschool CEOs, discovered a long time ago. And all of you new homeschool CEOs, you're about to learn it. You cannot write off any of your homeschooling expenses on your taxes. But you know what you can write off? You can 100% write off every business expense that you have. And so it dawned on me. We are entrepreneurs. We have in a beautiful business, we call it a mastermind membership because that's what it became. I thought I was creating a membership, but it became this beautiful mastermind of networking, of homeschool CEOs and I'm fiercely protective of it guys. It's by application only. And with our Homeschool CEO Society, I looked at it and I said, "What if what if our moms join the Homeschool CEO Society? What if our families join the society? It's a business expense. But the benefit of being in that society is monthly speakers on homeschooling. Monthly speakers on lifestyle and wellness. Monthly speakers on how to grow your business to the next level. Monthly pods of mini masterminds that are forming among incredible, high-achieving, successful homeschool CEOs. And what if one of those benefits is a free kids co-op? a free virtual co-op where it's just one of the bonuses because it's your business is paying for your mastermind. But joining the membership is going to allow your entire family, whether you have one kid or five kids, this incredible virtual co-op. You see, it's a co-op that works for entrepreneur families and entrepreneur kids. It's a co-op where we'll divide up into Zoom rooms and pods of children based on their ages and interests, and there's no pressure, and they get to actually interact. It's a place where we have a world-renowned strength and conditioning coach that works with kids. His child's four years old. He's coming on board because he said, I'm going to homeschool this child. I want to be... A homeschool CEO. So he's gonna build our sports program for us now to build it for when his child comes up. Can you imagine if we're putting kids and connecting them? You know, if your kid has a learning challenge, it's okay. It doesn't, we're gonna find kids just like them and we're gonna put them together to let the magic happen as adults, and we're gonna put them in groups where they can interact and find authentic friendship. And just like it starts up at the business level as us, as moms, us, as homeschool CEOs, when we learn how to connect, we're gonna pass that down to our children. And when they learn how to connect, I believe we are going to see something so magical and so unprecedented. You know, we're looking at, somebody wants to come in and teach American Sign Language, I have somebody looking at wanting to teach art, you know, if you want a discount, parents can teach in the co-op and you get a discount off the business membership, you know, because the co-op is free. And the reason it's free is because we are entrepreneurs and we need every tax write-off we can get. And there is no other homeschooling thing you'll ever be able to write off. I know because I've been arguing for it for 16 years. And with that being said. Right now, we're opening it up. I'm going to open it up twice a year. The only time you'll be able to get in is for the next week. And then again, I'll open it up during our second semester, which would be January. So if you are interested in joining this groundbreaking international overseeing business membership that happens to have an incredible virtual co-op coming up beside it, I would invite you to visit our website. It's homeschoolceo.com forward slash society. And I will tell you it is by application only. And the reason for this is I'm a little concerned. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. But it is because you get on a phone call with me in order to be accepted into the society. And the reason for that is, is because I'm fiercely protective of the quality of families that come into our group. We had a big discussion last week on society of what makes a CEO, what makes a CEO family. And it's the mindset and the vision. And it isn't necessarily a dollar amount. However, with that being said, there is a dollar amount that the majority of our family is, are at or working towards. But with that being said, because we are an international community, can you imagine? Your child from the United States meeting somebody from the UK who also likes Minecraft. And the business strategy and relationship that, that may develop later on, or even better, if you want to travel the world, how cool would it to be to be meeting another homeschool CEO family on the other side of the world? We have one family from, that lives in Japan. She's going to be on the podcast here in just a couple of weeks. How cool would it be to connect with her son who's an only child who would love who's going to be in our community and go meet them in person and form actual friendships you guys i am so excited to give this to you as as a gift i mean because if i don't do anything else i am on a mission to create authentic community in business and homeschooling And in our homeschool CEO world, I am so thankful that you have been with me through the end of this. I know this has been a longer podcast, but I hope it has been worth it because I'm never going to leave a child that's lonely. I have somebody working on a situation to help us figure out like searching profiles within our community to help connect our kids. So like if your kid loves Minecraft and my kids loves Minecraft, I can search for that based on age and uh, gender and interest. And then we can connect as parents and say, oh, I have a kid that loves that. Maybe we can connect as friends and then facilitate a friendship between our children. So with the co-op to quickly just, you know, because everybody always wants to say, like, what are we going to get with it? We're gonna have weekly Zoom calls. Actually, we're gonna have like five a week. Um, So that we break kids up into age groups. We're gonna have two adults on every Zoom call. Every adult that has any interaction with children will have background checks. Uh, That's one of the reasons we're charging for the business membership. And then I just take on that side of it for the the co-op. I pay for the, you apply to be a teacher. Or to be a supervisor, Um, if you're supervising, you could earn credits towards the mastermind membership. But we're breaking, we're breaking down all the barriers. I am on a mission to eliminate loneliness in the homeschool CEO world amongst our children. The only way to get into our group is that you own a business. You don't get to start a business in order to become part of our group. That's part of the application process. Because I want to protect our kids. And I promise you, whatever makes your child unique and special, we aren't changing that. We're just going to help you find their perfect match so that they can stop feeling alone in this homeschooling journey, and they can love it, and they can make real friendships. And we are doing everything on our side to create safety for the children and for the parents. And You guys, this is gonna be amazing. And because you've been with me since before the birth of this, you know, before I went to the field of dreams and could see the vision, I always knew that it would have a kid aspect. You know, I met with Emma Hicks from Camp Climb, an incredible community builder. If you are a creative entrepreneur, impact driven, she is who I recommend to follow as well. She's also homeschooling her kids this year. I was just at our house a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about connection and authentic, commun- like deep level conversation and not that surface. You know, who cares? You know, we don't need to talk about the weather. We can talk about things that matter. We can make impacts on the world. We can get our kids on the same page and we're going to change. We're going to change the world, guys. Our kids are going to change the world. And step one is getting them connected. Because, I mean, that is the power of a mastermind, right? Because when you put two powerful kids together, their energy and their vision and their drive is multiplied. But we're going to give your kids classes that they can choose from. We're going to build them up as we go. You know, we're going to start out with pretty simple ones. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to get overwhelmed here. This is brand new. You guys are building it with us. Uh, You'll have a lot of input on what classes we hire out. We're paying our teachers. Uh, We want top quality teachers. You're not going to get somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Now, if parents want to teach, like I said, we're going to pay them. But everybody goes through background checks because we want to make sure all of our kids are as safe as possible. You guys, this is really exciting. So I wanted to introduce it on the podcast. I'm also gonna be talking about it all week in our Facebook group. So if you have questions, that's where we're gonna head as well. I imagine I'm gonna get lots of uh, direct messages. So as much as I love all of you, I don't imagine I'm gonna be able to respond to everybody individually. So come on over to our community, let us know about it. If you're interested, and you want to apply, um, I'm telling you right now because I don't believe in surprises, it's gonna be only $97 per month, or if you pay for the year, it's $9.97 per year. I do expect that it will go up. And again, you're paying for the business membership where we have uh, monthly speakers on different things, we have weekly calls for the moms, the co-op is free. With that, once you lock in your rate, you are grandfathered in at that rate from now until forever. So if you have a five-year-old and your child is gonna be part of this co-op for, from now until forever, because I don't imagine it's ever going away, it's just gonna keep getting bigger and more spectacular and more special. You're gonna always be locked in at that nine ninety-seven per year rate because you get two months free that way, um, or $97 a month, whatever fits best in your budget. It is, again, by application only. So the only way to get into it is to visit our website at www.homeschoolceo.com forward slash society. Then you apply. You tell me about your family. I'm going to jump on a quick Zoom call with you. 15 to 30 minutes. Never more than 30 minutes because I understand as entrepreneurs, I want to value and respect your time. Uh, I have a few questions to ask you and that I do in over a Zoom call so that we can interact face to face because I want to make sure that your family is the right fit for the Homeschool CEO Society as well as that we're the right fit for you as well but I am so excited to offer you this business opportunity and I promise you this is going to be the best investment you have ever made in yourself as you grow as a business owner as well as your children as we raise up and educate this next generation of entrepreneurs all right guys this is such a different podcast that i don't even know how to do an outro for it you know my podcast editor always tells me okay jen you have to have an intro you have to have an outro because that's what everybody does but you know what in case you haven't noticed i'm not like anybody else And so, if you're with me this long, I want you to go over, either come to the community, ask any questions you have. Otherwise, head over to homeschoolceo.com forward slash society. Put in your application. Give me a few days to respond. I imagine we're gonna have a lot of interest and people. You've already been, you know the price, so we're not discussing that. It's just a matter of, it's a fitting call. Are you the right fit? Are we the right fit? And I look forward to watching you grow and helping you find your new best friend and your kids' best friend and building this community. And I am so thankful I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that you have listened to this podcast today for a specific reason because you know deep down that this is the right step for you. Okay, that's it. I will see you guys on the inside. Talk to you next week. Hey friend, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I really appreciate it. And for more information on connecting with other homeschool CEOs just like you, be sure to check out our website at www.homeschoolceo.com. And as always, Team Homeschool CEO, you ladies inspire me. Thank you for always showing others what is possible. You guys are awesome. See you next week.